It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into uh, episode number Where's Aaron of Chopping Out. <laughs> <laughs> episode number of And Then There Were Two. Episode number Groundhog Day for multiple reasons. Oh my god. Oh Aaron, man. Aaron is always missing now. Yeah, I don't remember last week where we said we would decide how good Oh, he says give him two minutes and he'll be able to join us. The star of the program can arrive. We 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 hate Aaron's new job. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's just the way that it goes. We're not happy about it. We're not we're not happy for him. We're not happy for his family. We're not happy However for them. Much he's getting paid more is not worth the inconvenience to exactly us. Exactly right. The the minor <laughs> inconvenience that it is to us. Um, and it's worse too because I have a very tight window <laughs> for doing the show today. So all of you who asked for shorter shows, you are getting your way, man. <laughs> they are going to be shorter shows. We don't have a choice. So Brandon, with that in mind, because we I, like we have to do picks for at least NXT. I guess we should do Ring of Honor picks, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know how we're handling that. Um, I, I guess before we do any of that, let's cover a couple of big topics from the week. Um, you have you have been the king of. Well, Sasha and Naomi are going to be back here. Sasha and Naomi are going to be back here. Um, are Are you still convinced that they're going to end up back in WWE now? I'm not convinced. I don't think I was ever convinced. I just would see little situations where they needed to bring or where it was perceived they were bringing someone in. And there's just I like if you would have asked me to put to, if if they would randomly bring back Tegan Knox, I would not have. I would I, I would not have thought that was a thing. You know what I mean? Like and I'm talking about back when the Sasha rumors started, not now. Obviously, now we know like anybody is a thing, but like. Like when they, I didn't realize they were going to start bringing in Dakota Kai and all, you know, all these people that they brought back when this started. And so it, it felt like a trope. Like it was like every time someone's going to come in, it felt like, okay, well, those are the big people that were waiting to come back. But like, I don't know what, what the real situation is. I mean, like there's a, there's a situation that, like, what do we say? What do we see? She's con- supposedly confirmed or been confirmed by reputable outlets to be appearing with new Japan. Mm-hmm. Well, now we know WWE people are allowed to do that, but so are AEW people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, to your point, like, I, I don't know, or, you know, it could, it, it, and it could also be a scenario where it's a one-off thing. Now there's a lot of reporting that internally there's belief in AEW that she's coming. And it's almost weird and very strange. Like, like I hang on, I got to pull this up just so I can make fun of it. Those are very important things to me to be able to make fun of things that I see on the internet. Um, uh, this is from Cage Side today. According to Fightful Select, several AEW performers are excited about the possibility of Sasha Banks joining AEW, given the report that uh, New Japan is bringing her into next month's Wrestle Kingdom 17 event. An AEW source told Fightful that having Banks as the anchor of the women's division could significantly increase AEW's viewership and ratings. What? Hmm. 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 What? I mean, if they if they if they think stuff like that, they they're they're never gonna. I mean, I forward. I just have to assume it's just saying something for the sake of saying something, like or, I, or like or like. Okay, let me walk that back. They have to say that even if they don't believe it, because that's the respect you give to someone the status of Sasha Banks. Yeah. To, to at least pretend to believe that. Um. And, and 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 you're and you're sort of like but it's so absurd it's just like dude what are you what are you they thought, doing they thought christian was a big deal you know what right. i mean so if they thought that they should think sasha banks is a really big deal but i but aren't we to understand that it wasn't really that they thought christian was a big deal that that was just a tony Khan. that was just tony they, they are tony Khan. <laughs> okay that's tony fair Khan is them that's fair I mean, that's, 
that's but, sort of what I mean is like they thought Sting was a big like they thought although like if well, we're I mean, being comparatively fair, Sasha Banks is a way bigger deal than those guys are but they come on right. well well if we're being fair though and I hate that I'm saying this but if we're being fair Sting is actually like a marquee name like in the annals of wrestling not that we should want to watch him wrestle or whatever but if like in the same way that like uh and, and to a lesser extent obviously not to the extent that like a Hulk Hogan or someone, but he's like the WCW Hulk Hogan, right? Like before Hulk Hogan was there, he's he's the biggest name that isn't someone from WWE that WCW had. So maybe other than Goldberg, right? Like Goldberg's the biggest, Sting's probably the second biggest. Yeah, okay. So like from that standpoint, I guess he that's bigger, not because of what he can provide is good, but just because it's a big name, a historic name, like like a Ric Flair, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to gauge what Sting is in comparative to like Ric Flair and and um, like where does he stay? I, I mean, we don't have to get into all that, but you get what I'm trying to say. Like that's a historic name that more people that might know than Sasha Banks, but like the the people who know also know what they're getting out of those two people, and it would be a much bigger deal. To wrestling fans, for Sasha Banks to be coming in, I would think. Right, well, I would hope she's a wrestler, <laughs> like she's an actual wrestler. Yes, she's a wrestler, which helps, I hear. And she's young, and she's got a lot of years ahead of her. And, um, and and I do agree, she could be that cornerstone of their women. Like, of course, she could be. There's nothing there. I mean, I like. Let's be honest about what Soraya is. Like, she's a ticking time bomb at this point. Like, she's. How long is she going to be able to be there and wrestle? You know what it's I mean? There's a big like, difference so, between saying she can be a cornerstone of the women's division. Anybody could be a cornerstone of the women's division right. if you allow them to be. Britt Baker was a cornerstone of the women's division. Jake Cargill is the cornerstone. Right. Whoever you choose will be the cornerstone of the women's division. She, she could be. Could, could, can she be the Chris Jericho of the women's division? Um. No, no. Chris Jericho was the company. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think... I, I don't what think would, what would the what would the comparison be of like the level of of fame that she is to the men's division? Like would it would she be like the um Daniel Bryan of the women's division? Would she be the I, I still think we're overshooting. I still think we're overshooting. I like she Daniel Bryan bigger than Cesaro, but she's not yes. as big as Daniel Bryan. Yes. I don't, she, I don't, I don't know exactly. Oh, God, don't <laughs> say that. that. Don't say that. Wait. Don't say that. Don't you do it. I don't, <laughs> I don't need any of that. Um, but I, you get what I'm trying to measure here. Like, I don't know what the impact is. Like, I, I, obviously they're going to overstate it because that's what you do. Like, I, I agree with them saying that, by the way. Like, I don't agree with it being true, but I get well, why I, you would I, say that. It depends on what the context is. Like, if the if Fightful reached out and said, can you give me a quote, then yes, you say that. But this yes. isn't reported that way. This is reported as you having a conversation with someone, and it does just come off as delirium. Like, let's just say and the idea that Sasha Banks showing up in AEW is going to change the ratings. Get the entire F <laughs> out. It would be like saying if we could get Aaron Oster back on his show, it would somehow help the ratings of this program. Well, I promise you. You. Don't, you don't think it will? Come no, on, man. No, I, no. In fact, I saw the numbers for last week. If, if you're busy, bro, like, don't worry. We're good. <laughs> Uh, you, know, Aaron, you know, actually, actually, I do, th I do think it would increase it by one. There you Aaron go. He'll listen to the shows that he's on. Yeah, and, well, there's no chance he'll listen to the shows that he's not on. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> Aaron is here for for I, I don't know a minute or two anyway. Um, he's a big he's a big star now. Quickly, we will allow you ten seconds to tell us about your new job, which we already hate. So you only get ten seconds. See, even AJ liked this because now I'm working for a casino for a sportsbook, the Circa Resorts and Casino in Las Vegas, which means, guys, I, I have some good connections now. So you guys, it, this could help you guys. Yeah, it, it could, except you barely can show up on the show. So how is that helpful for us? Well, yeah, well, the, you guys can move the time frame. Come on, we use to when? time for AJ. When, when, I'm just as when am I going to move the time? Yeah, exactly right. When am I going to move the time frame to? Yeah, it's not going to be happening, my friend. I, we've uh, <laughs> We have like 30 more minutes to do this, and we haven't done any picks yet. Um... We're talking about the Sasha Banks thing. Are you convinced that she's headed yeah. to AEW? No, I, I the AEW thing is weird. The new all by the way, all the Japan stuff, I believe I believe, I think when I when she walked out, I said 
before she comes back to WWE, she's going to show up somewhere in Japan at some point. You did say because, that. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, that's what she's always wanted to do. When she left after that one WrestleMania, when she took some time off, like, the one thing she wanted to do was go and train in Japan just because she's so obsessed with Japan. So all of the Japan stuff, whatever that turns into, I, I doubt that's anything huge. But I, I absolutely believe the AEW stuff, honestly, I think she's more valuable to WWE than she is to AEW. Now, what what exactly does that mean? Could this just be a coup? But uh, for AEW, well, you don't think sure. that you don't think they're going to increase the ratings? No. <laughs> weird. That's really weird because that's apparently that, what read they, that quote to Aaron. Oh, that you, uh, all right, then we got we do have to move on. I promise. Um, I've already. Oh, here we go from. Uh, uh, an AEW source told Fightful that having Banks as the anchor of the women's division could significantly increase AEW's viewership and ratings. I I don't see that. And, you know, we talked motion. about it. Uh, yeah, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. There isn't that person as far as women go these days, other than maybe Ronda Rousey. Um, so, no, if, yeah. Char- if Charlotte Flair showed up in AEW, it could not, and to say, again, in context, what's significant? In context, n- yes. Nothing is significant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no single yeah. person that significantly changes the ratings, really. But if we give context to significant, Charlotte Flair showing up in AEW would give them a, a bump of some sort. It would be n- minimal, but nobody else can even do minimal at this point in that right. in that department. So that's the thing. Um, we're, we just want to cover the big stories because then we got to get into the weird, like, we're going to do NXT picks. We haven't decided if we're doing Ring of Honor picks or not because it's so, everything about it is so weird. Yeah. It's so bloody weird. Um, so there's that. John Cena is going to make an appearance on SmackDown. I'm not willing to jump any further than just, it's in Tampa. Maybe he's home for the holidays. It worked out. I'm not ready to say that this is definitely something other than just an appearance right now. Well, it's it's him versus AJ in a rap battle. Right, I know you is. tweeted that, and I'm not I'm not opposed oh, to it. That would be yes, amazing. It would be incredible, but I'm just not ready to assume that that means that we're we're finally getting John Cena Austin Theory at um, WrestleMania. That would be the logical thing. It was the logical. Well, I don't thing know if the you know time. this. Austin Theory is on Raw. That's right, and of course, as you know, <laughs> there's only one time. Oh. oh! Yeah, right, anyway. Um. So, like, th- that would be, if there is something to do with John Cena, obviously that's the thing to do, but I'm I'm just not there. I'm not there yet. Uh, we will see how it goes. But there, there are reports that he's been reached out to for WrestleMania. Well, I mean, why wouldn't he be? Of course he has. Of course they should be reaching out to him for WrestleMania. Right. Obviously right. they'd reach out to him for WrestleMania. Um, can I, can I, uh, like, let me, let me, I'm just, I'm all over the place today because we have so little time and we have so much to do. Um, can I, can I bitch about the thing from AEW this week? Yes. Wh- which one? The, the, <laughs> the, the, the William Regal thing. Oh, oh that's, that's so bad. So bad. It's so ungodly bad. Like, <laughs> it's so bad so for bad. everyone. Like, what in the world? You know how much better it would have been? And I know it still would have been bad, but how much better would it have been if they would have just done the same thing, but like had him from a hospital bed or something like that? Nah, see, even that I think would have been bad. Like, I just said, I just said it would be bad, but it would be better than this. I, we recorded I, I, this before he got beat up, because <laughs> who could have possibly known that was coming? And we'll <laughs> and we'll cover that by saying, I assume I'm going to get beat up. Really, Bill. <laughs> Horrific. I actually like the MJF turning on Regal thing and having that be his departure, but my God, was this terrible. Oh, the first part of it was fine. Like the last yeah. week part? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. It, it was. was lower, but it worked for MJF, I thought. The idea yes. of him saying, I'm using Regal and then I'm going to do something super dastardly and yeah, then so, turn on So if somebody's it. leaving, why do they have to get back over, right? Like if somebody's leaving the company, why do you have to let them get back over on the way out? Yeah. So strange. So strange. Yeah. Weird as F. I mean, they should have just left it go. Yes. Like yes, it spoke it for itself. You didn't have to say. I mean, it was uh, whatever. Yeah, that's where I am. It it stunk. Yeah. It, it, it stunk. That, that was the one thing I wanted to talk about. It, it was because again, I thought that they had handled everything around that really well, and then there was this, and I was like, 
who approved this? Who thought? First of all, who thought of it? It doesn't make any sort of sense to think about. Just so weird. I also think it's bizarre that they ended their show the way they did. I don't. Um, even, I don't even remember how the show. It, it, ended. It, the, the, Billy the, the, Gunn's the, sons are. are uh, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, that was. Yeah. Weird. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, they needed somebody to, to deliver the dog collars, so it was like. It would have oh, been great yeah, if they what... just had the Briscoes come up on the screen or something. Well, they're not. That that by the way is another weird ass bit. By the way, like like. Well, they we know why they won't appear on the screen. But, but that's it's weird. They're letting them be a part of the company, but not letting them be a part of the yeah. company. Well, it's 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 Turner does not want the Briscoes on TV. So when it's pay per views, when it's outside stuff, they're okay but, with it. But but Turner yeah. owns BR Live too. Yes, like that yeah. pay per view just... on on Saturday is a Turner yeah. property. Like you can't, I, you can't have for, it both for whatever, ways. For whatever reason, they they think that it's important to not have them on national TV, but on BR Live, that's, they're okay with it for whatever reason. No, I don't know why. And, well, you don't have to know why to be able to say that's not that isn't okay. That doesn't work. You can't do this. You can't get away with both things. It's the have your cake and eat it too. We both want to make it seem like well, we're not going to do that when you're very clearly doing that. So. It it just makes it pick one or the other, pick a lane, have that be your lane. This makes it worse for everybody involved. I I, I don't disagree, and it it really is at a point where, you know, either what they've said in the past matters or it doesn't. Like, and I honestly, I think there's arguments on both sides. Well, but I, yeah, I don't. I'm not here. Yeah, to... you, you you just got to choose one. Yes, pick one. If you don't want to employ the Briscoes, don't employ the Briscoes. End of it. That's fine. I, they're a draw to a very specific group of people. Obviously, around here, they were a huge draw. Um, so you're giving up that, but if you think it makes a statement about who you are as a company, it's, you know, it is a standard that you're setting now, right? Like, this one is not, this isn't the Velveteen Dream that we're talking about. Like, this isn't, right. like, I, if you decide, hey, it's okay for us to employ them and have them in the company, then you got to put them on the, this. Brandon's not wrong. This was insane. Like, why do the guns care? Like, what side are they on here? If if the team they don't like was just in a match with the team that they don't like, what what, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and also they're not worthy of that. Of, of Yeah, they're definitely it, not nearly important enough. You're not wrong about that. They are not close to being important enough to being the team that like like who ca oh the guns right yeah they exist who cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah that stinks uh, what else do you guys care about before we get into picks oh man I feel like there was some stuff um, well you haven't been around for six weeks or something like I, that. I know that, that that's <laughs> the problem it's like I I'm like man I really wanted to talk about Becky beating up Damage Control three on one but I'm pretty sure that was last week so that's not really relevant right now. Um. Yeah, but who do you do? Do you think this is uh? What's going on with Alexa? That that was the one thing that surprised me about Raw this week. Uh, Alexa winning that, and I'm I'm guessing they're going to do Alexa Bianca because I can't imagine they're going back to the well, Bailey well. I know. I think they go Alexa Bianca and they go Becky Bailey. That's what I think they're going to do. I think they'll do a little Becky Bailey thing because they made a big deal about how they haven't really wrestled each other. In a while, um, they made a point to kind of do that little song and dance. And I think I think that maybe you you swing Becky over to the damage control stuff and she can feud with them. And then you've got Alexa, Bianca. And I, and I think they're I don't know if they fully turn Alexa heel, but they're going to do something heelish with her, I think. Kind of go back to not necessarily the full blown weird character, but we started using darker. the doll again. Out of they're, nowhere, they're using the doll. Yeah, they're using the doll again. So, and I don't, I don't think they'll go nearly as far as they did last time. But I do wonder if it starts to be, you know, a, a darker yeah. character. Her new shirt also has the doll on it that they just yeah. released. So I think, I think there's something to that, but I don't, I don't know exactly what that means. I, I mean, know. the only problem I have, uh, the other thing you said is is the idea of Bailey Becky. It's like Becky took out damage control by herself. 
what are we doing here? Like, you, it's something for Becky to do, sure, and then Bailey's great and all, but I yeah, mean, it's the problem I, with damage control is that they're not mildly you, a threat. You you say that, but come on, man. I think I think this is you overreacting to one thing. It's not like they did it three times. You know what I mean? This isn't a that can happen. Well, they, in in one week, it was a Becky beat them up three and one, and then it was uh. Uh, Tegan Knox and Liv Morgan beat them up two on three. Like this is she had a, weapons. She, she had weapons too. She she did have weapons. That's fair. But like, this is a thing where they're consistently losing any fights they get in. But they do still have two belts. They do have that. They're they're winning the match or the tag team at least is yeah, winning the matches. That, that, I'm I'm not. I don't know why. I I think you're more worked up about this than it's worth being worked up about. Like, I I don't know. I, mean, I, I just I want them to be a thing, and they're well. I, that anymore. part we'll agree with. I, but also, as, but, but also, but but wait, but also, if you remember the the three on one thing, it wasn't literally three on one. It was like two of them are in the crowd, and she threw one of them down the steps. Like I feel like it wasn't. Now, over, by, by the by the end, it was three on one, and she was going. But it wasn't to like Brock Lesnar just beating up no, three people. No, no, no. I feel it like was, it was it, a little bit more swap. strategized than that. Like I feel like there was a, it was a little bit more spread out, to where she kind of went down the steps and then got into the ring with Bailey. Like I, I don't know, that was two weeks ago. I can't remember what happened last yeah. week, well, but I feel that, like that was there the was where, some where they ended extra on, they, to it. They ended they ended on the concourse, and that was more or less three on. Like if they had like, a but, but, but listen, if they had a match and it was three versus one and she won, I think I would not be okay with that. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think this is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with that. I don't think this is that big of a deal at all. I know there are other things that happened this week that I was, but I just I'm um the uh I I like them using Solo Sokoa with the Omaga moves, Umaga moves. He's yeah. he's he's using the spike and he's using the the corner move. I I think that's really cool. I think that that sort of teases that they're going to start elevating him even more which i like um and and is needed by the way they need to start yeah. elevating him more uh because he's clearly the 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 fourth the fourth rung there in that group or the was it the fifth rung there's five of them Depen right yeah. depending if roman's around or not oh right exactly fourth or fifth rung and he needs to be back. He needs to at least be on the par with with the rest of the you know, non. I feel people. like that has not been that clear. Like the fact that they let him kind of be the star at Clash at the Castle has never made me worry about Solo Sokoa. Well, not like, worried. I just they need to, they, but they need to support it so that the fan base gets it. You know what I mean? Like the people, the people who don't like talk about wrestling every day and listen yeah. to podcasts, like they need to understand he's a star, and they so. It's great to do that on one show, but they need to consistently yeah. showcase him that way. Well, I, and when you brought up the uh, the Umaga stuff, I, I do think that that was probably more of a one-off because it was the anniversary of his death. Um, um, yeah, it was the anniversary of his death, so I think that, that was... I think they should yeah. roll with that, man. I'm telling I, you, he looked yeah. much more vicious uh, work in that way than, than typical. I, I think... I don't know if he needs to do, like, every single thing, but work in some of those more, like... Uh, monster moves in there. I think, I think it did a lot for him. To be honest, I don't disagree. All right, I mean, I'm not. Look, I'm I'm not opposed to it. I'll make that clear. <laughs> I'm definitely not opposed to it. All right, let's do this. Let's get into deadline picks. We'll see where we are at that point. If we have a couple minutes, we'll talk about final battle. All right. Um, that was good. Deadline is Saturday, Saturday night. So final battles in the afternoon. Deadline is at night. From the Performance Center, there are five matches on the card, of course, including the two Iron Survivors. Oh, God. Oh, God. How bad was that segment? Oh, my God. Oh. The Saw Michaels thing? Oh, no, the no. thing at the end. Grayson Waller? Yes. It was bad. Oh, what was the thought process there? Like, I know you're trying to sell and you're trying to do business, but, like, yo... Oh, oh, that was rough. Anyway, now we begin. Uh, just a regular old match. Alba Fire, Isla Dawn. I guess I start. Sure. I don't. I don't care. I don't know how to say this a nice way. 
I don't care. They've done nothing here. This just sort of feels like a this feels like a match that should be happening on a Wednesday that for some reason they just decided to throw on here. Why they did that, I'll never understand. Um it, the funny part, too, is that you're trying to figure out who it is that they care more about, and I don't really know what the answer is to that question because it. I thought that they cared about Alba Fire, but then they throw in Isla Dawn. Like, the should is no one, the will, I don't know, Isla Dawn. I, I'm a fan of Isla Dawn. I've been a fan of Isla Dawn's for a few years now, so I'm, I'm going to say should Isla Dawn and will Isla Dawn because of that, but as you said, this is kind of a nothing. They just debuted Isla Dawn on Wednesday. Um, I thought she looked great. I thought she, I was impressed. I want to see more. I don't think you debut someone and have them lose immediately. So I think the should is Isla Dawn and the will is Isla Dawn. And why did you go so in on Alba Fire to do nothing? Why did you go so in on all the promos, all of that, to do just nothing? But they did that with all the men's contenders too. That was just like a no. I mean, up. for months now. We're not in just general, talking. Yeah, like Alba Fire's been around for a while. Yes, yeah. we're talking about yeah. months that they have been going in on Alba Fire, and and what does she have to show for it? Well, it, is is she? She was always someone that's actually a little surprised that they went all in. Not that she's not good, but I, like I, I don't disagree with you. Like, I don't disagree with anything about to say. They still did it. Well, but here's the thing. Did they do it so they can now use her to elevate people? Yes. But, but how is she elevate? She's not done anything. No, well, I'm think- saying if, I, if Isla Dawn beats her now, it's now a relevant win for Isla Dawn. How? She hasn't done anything. I mean, she's, she's won a lot of matches. She just hasn't won the, the anything title. Anything that mattered. But, but she's a relevant I, figure now, which is I what think, you and can't I think say about tr- almost anyone else. And, and I, think, I think that they're expecting us to count all the... Kaylee Ray stuff or Kylie? What was her name? Yeah. Kylie Ray. Uh, no, she. Yeah, uh, she was Kaylee. Yeah, Kaylee Ray. She Kaylee was Kaylee Ray. Ray. Yes. Kaylee Ray. Yeah. I mean, they still reference her as multiple-time European champion or whatever, and all that shit. So I think they're expecting us to to give her that equity. Um, I understand why you don't want to, but I'm just saying, like, I think that's what they. Think. they you can't. I mean, like the I, there's nothing. But I guess here's here's the question: Who else could like if if you have a situation like this where you want to have someone debut and get a big win? Do they have a woman on that roster who is that name? Um, not necessarily, but I probably would still do it with somebody who's been at least in this brand for a little bit. I think the answer would be if they didn't already have something going, the answer would be like Zoe Stark, but because she already is doing something, it can't be her. And and I don't know that Zoe Stark is bigger than, than Alba fire, honestly. I mean, they've, they've established her a little bit more. She's been a champion. It just, I don't know. It feels really weird that you would try to white hot someone and then, God, we're spending way too much time on this damn match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you let someone be white hot only to make sure that anytime it actually matters, they lose. Like, that's a weird bit to do. Why did you, you didn't have to make her this white hot. You didn't have to give her all, to your point, all the wins that you gave her, only to make sure that whenever there are any stakes, she loses. Well, she might win this, by the way. I don't know. I mean, they, they definitely want to push home that point of, she would be the champion, except this this woman pushed her off a ladder, or whatever, or whatever happened. Like, that's the only reason she lost yeah. the the championship match. Like, that's the story. They're painting her as the uncrowned champion, essentially. So, maybe she does win the match. It's very weird. All right, um, let's move on. Sorry, I, that's on me. I have to. I have yeah. to take the the apologies there. Uh, tag team title match because sure. Pretty deadly in the new day, and when I say sure, don't make, don't get me twisted. This will be wonderful. This will be amazing. Yeah. But still, sure, pretty deadly in the new day. I love that pretty deadly. The established champions they are, the great draw they are giving a rub to this new upcoming the new day. It's a really really good use. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think it's great. But um, no, actually, it, it's I, I think this is a cool idea when there's not really anybody who uh, you should be using in the tag picture right now, especially with the two uh, Survivor Challenges. I, I think this is a cool idea. It'll give Pretty Deadly the run. And, uh, you know, so should and will Pretty Deadly. And, and it's cool. Yeah, I think should Pretty Deadly. I think will Pretty Deadly. It, the Dolph Ziggler stuff always makes me wonder if they give 
random teams or random people cups of coffee just to get them on the show for a month or two. Um, but I think they don't. I think we do should and will pretty deadly here, and it'll be super fun. To your point, I believe I saw this week that they are going to tape four consecutive episodes of NXT at once Uh-oh. or something like that. <laughs> Interesting. I got to I got to make sure I have this right cuz that was the only reason why I thought about it is exactly what you just said that they could do this all right NXT to and WWE taping multiple NXT episodes to end 2022 so uh, I believe the plan is they'll be live on Tuesday and then they are taping the 19th and 26th episodes both on Wednesday so, if you were going to do it, this is when you would do it. It really does present an opportunity, doesn't it? Now, the the next picture is, do you do that to Pretty Deadly? And I don't, I hate that part of it. That part of it I hate. I hate the idea of when Pretty Deadly is wonderful, you do anything like that. But they're just winning it right back. If, yeah, if it's, if it's three weeks at the end of that four-week stretch, you have Pretty Deadly win it back, you get to say, Hey, look, now the New Day are the only, you know, this number of tag, you know, the, the Ross tag team champion, SmackDown tag team champion, WWE tag team champion, NXT tag team champion. There, there could be some sense there. And the New Day and the New Day is a face team that can cheat. So, like, if, if Pretty Deadly is, like, cheating a lot, the New Day can totally cheat and win. Uh, so you don't have to do it clean either. I don't know. Uh... Mm, I, 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 mean, I don't, I don't know that. about that. I don't know about that. I mean, you don't think that they're a team that can do like a funny, like a funny. I feel like they've done it as faces. I feel like they've done a funny like get one over the on the. What would what would be the reason for it? I guess if the other guys are cheating the entire match, like if they try to cheat and they just beat them to one up them. I you know we're we're the veterans. We can we can pl- play your own game, but better. Yeah, yeah you, you you could do that, but I, I don't know if that fits in the if you're having pretty deadly win three weeks later that you want to do that. So let me let me just That's do this math, right? This would require having the new day appear. So I'm I, I'm guessing they're on SmackDown tonight. I'm guessing, right? They're not like, advertised, but I'm probably uh, I, not necessarily. Okay, so you could have them skip SmackDown, go to NXT, go to Orlando tomorrow, stay in Orlando through Wednesday. And presumably those guys live down that way. Then have them come uh, back yeah. on January 3rd to drop the belts, which prevents presents you an opportunity to have a big TV. And they always like doing the first, the first every show of the year. They always want to have try to be a big show. It would make a lot of sense. I'm still going to say shouldn't will pretty deadly, but it would make a lot of sense given the taping schedule to try to pull something like that off. I could, I could get it. Um, the, the no build championship match, the, <laughs> we're just buddies. Just, what do you mean? Brand, Brandon has been building this for, you know, he's been saying it this yeah, has been built for Apollo three Cruz months moment. now. Come on. Braun breaker and Apollo Cruz for the title. Brandon. Sure. The will Braun breaker. <laughs> I mean, come on. Stop. Yeah. Like it's, it is almost weird that they're not even giving it. Like it's yeah. so weird. Like we're just old fishing pal. <laughs> what the? What is this? Shouldn't will yeah. breaker. Well, you made you made fun of me when I, I didn't like. Well, the, because the, the waffle for house one, thing. I thought it made sense. Then they just do it again. Like this week, they didn't even. There wasn't even a tent city. Like in the waffle house, there they painted a tense picture. Like it was a tense conversation. This week didn't even give you that. Like, there was nothing tense about it at all. It was just too... I mean, they kept making cracks at each other, but there was nothing tense about it. Not it was remotely. Like the, they wouldn't even get mad about the cracks. In the Waffle House, you could compare it to, like, a dramatic scene in a film. You know what I mean? Like, there's been plenty of scenes in diners over the years where people sit down to kind of hash out their differences. This didn't even have that. This was... But do you know what, though? These two... Do you know what this has really concerned me about? Like, I've, I'm... It concerns me about Braun Breaker in his future because, like, he is not great in these segments. Like, he, the Waffle House one, he was fine. This segment was like, 
I feel like they're trying to say like this is who he is. He's yeah, a guy who fishes on his boat. Yeah, right? I, I don't know that anybody could have been great in this segment. I was uh, yeah, that's right. right. I'm not I'm not holding this against him at all. Uh, yeah, this is this was <laughs> nothing. This is nothing. Aaron, did you already say it? Just go ahead, please. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, no right. problem. Now, the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge, I, I don't know. Zoe Stark, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, Keanu James, Indy Hartwell. Um, since I don't remember any of the rules, and by the way, how how sad was that when they were trying to interject, and you guys will be sitting in the penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> but is that a good thing, or don't you need them out there to score a fall? Like What? <laughs> So bad, so bad. Um, uh, here's the reality from this. I don't know. Like, the, I think the 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 easy answer is to say this is your moment to coronate Roxanne Perez, right? Like, that's the easy answer. But that can only be the answer because we don't we like don't know anything timing wise. This is not. We don't know. They're not going to suddenly give you a chip. Like, out of nowhere, AEW decided to make it a chip. We don't know what the timing thing is for this. The obvious choice here is for Roxanne Perez to have it be her moment to then elevate her to go beat Mandy Rose. The question is, what is the timeline for when you want to do this? Could you do something else in between now and then? I'm going to stick with the obvious thing. I'm going to say should and will Roxanne Perez, but... This goes back to us not knowing whether this really is something that matters or whether this is an AEW, you know, what do they call those, a battle royal that they would do where it was completely irrelevant and where they could just have Indy Hartwell win and do the match on Wednesday and have her lose and be on with it. Like, that's part of the problem of leaving it so loosely defined. If they had just said, like, it's the Royal Rumble, this determines... They're not doing another pay-per-view before WrestleMania, right? It's... February. NXT, yeah, the, the, that's the one they're traveling. They're going to Charlotte. Oh, that's right. They're going to Charlotte. So if they would just announce that this is for to, to be the number one contender at whatever that show is. I, you remind me what that show is called. Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. To be the number one contender at Vengeance Day, well, then it paints a very different picture. And the answer to me is obviously Roxanne Perez. But, you know, that the, the ambiguity of it leaves room for them to just go with anybody and blow it out this week and treat it like AEW treated all their battle royals. So... I don't know. I'll stick with Roxanne Perez. So when we first talked about these matches, you had said that like the only reason to do this, if, if you want to make this kind of one of their yearly things or yearly traditions, their Royal Rumble or whatever. And I think in order to do that, you have to make these meaningful. I, I wouldn't shock me if both of the winners of this Iron Survivor Challenge ended up, uh, you know, winning where wherever their matches, if it's in Charlotte or whatever, and then winning to establish, hey, this is our Royal Rumble this is our money in the bank. This is our annual thing that is going to be a big deal when we have this and it goes forward. Now, hopefully they change the rules for next year a little bit, but whatever. That would, you know, that would help. Step. Yeah, but but establishing this is a big thing. I think you need to have at least one, if not both of them, uh, win it. So, yeah, for that reason, I am saying that this is the time for Roxanne Perez. Have Roxanne Perez beat Mandy, and, and that's how you establish this is a big deal. So... You guys always laugh at me when I talk about listening to other podcasts, but you know, um, the Corey Graves podcast, like the official WWE whatever podcast. That, that guy needs another listener, so I appreciate you. No, but listen, even they were dunking on this. Like they were making fun of the rules. They were like, "This is too convoluted." So, like, if the if the company is saying that the, you know they they obviously need to simplify this going forward if it's going to be a yearly thing. That being said, so there's a there's another thing that I can add to the cloudiness. It's that they seem to have Nikita Lyons positioned as Mandy Rose's next opponent, right? And so th they have that, but they also have the thing with her and Zoe Stark, who is in this match. Um, so it the timing is everything, right? Like the timing, like you're saying, like if this is for the February thing. It's Roxanne Perez, 100% should and will Roxanne Perez, and that's who's fighting Mandy Rose. If there's going to be other matches before that, I mean, you could make the argument for, you know, for Zoe Stark. It, again, but that's like, that would be if this is like a money in the bank thing, and it has not been characterized that way. You know what I mean? Like, you could set up a scenario where Nikita Lyons wins the title only for Zoe Stark to, to come in and screw her over or whatever but that has this has not been characterized that way so i have to go with the obvious which would be 
Roxanne Perez should and will. Um, it, with with a with a side note that like if they gave it to Indy Hartwell, I think that's just as deserved. If if this person's not winning the belt, two thoughts. One, I, I, to the point that they need to clean it up. It's not even like they have to try all that hard. Like we already did the work for them. Just make it, you know, a, a multiple person Iron Man match. And if you want to add in the entering every five minutes aspect of it, you can. Just get rid of the stupid penalty box. The penalty yeah. box is absurd. How do you lose a point when you take a fall? That's Correct. the penalty right there. Correct. Get a, get a fall, get a point, lose a, you know, lose a fall, lose a point. Really not that hard. Not that hard at all. <laughs> um, now the only question becomes, do we go the obvious route again on the men's Iron Survivor match? Aaron, you get to go first, of course. Uh, the five competitors in this one are J.D. McDonough, Grayson Waller, Carmelo Hayes, Joe Gacy, and Axiom. You know, like I said with the women's, I think this is their chance to make the Iron Survivor Challenge a thing. So I'm going to go with the obvious one here. I'm going to say Carmelo Hayes wins this, and Carmelo Hayes ends up being the one to uh, beat Braun Breaker. So shouldn't will Carmelo Hayes. I mean, they didn't even try to put anyone else in this match that should rival Carmelo Hayes. Like, uh, they, In no- their mind, they think J.D. McDonough does. They, but he's they, already, but he's already done. It. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can, you can cancel him out because of the history. Like, if they would go with that opponent again, they would be insane. They're going to try to sell building in Charlotte now. You got to do something you haven't done before. And I think if, again, assuming that that's what this is. Now, if if it's Braun Breaker kills Joe Gacy next week, then then obviously then we just wasted our breath for no reason. But if this is a real thing, and I'm going to assume it is. Man, Carmelo Hayes sticks out like a sore thumb on this lineup. I'm going to say should and will Carmelo Hayes. You're not going to believe this because I've only been talking about it for like 80 months. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's been the obvious answer. And and to their credit, they've, you know, as, as many things as they got wrong is they did clear everything out to allow this to happen, like to make this more natural when we get there. Um, so now the question just becomes... Do they figure out exactly the right way to walk the tightrope to let it be the star-making moment for Carmelo Hayes? And then there is the awkward question of, like, they're trying to sell a building in Charlotte, but there is also WrestleMania weekend right behind it. You know what I mean? So, like, to say, to Aaron's point, do they do both of these things in Charlotte, or do they need to hold one off? Do they need to have a rematch at WrestleMania weekend? Like, I still think there's something that needs to be cleaned up there. But I am in agreement that uh, this is the moment, of course, for Carmelo Hayes. And as long as this match is supposed to matter, that's what you do there. Should and will Carmelo Hayes. But you never know. You never know. All right, let's let's spend like five minutes covering Ring of Honor just because I don't have much more than five minutes. Um, there are seven matches on that card. We're going to just literally go popcorn on this. Um, FTR and the Briscoes for the uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship double dog collar match. Uh, Brandon, you go first. No thoughts, just win or lose. I mean, a, a thought at most. Should and will FTR. Yeah, given the circumstances in particular, should and will FTR. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to enjoy the match. They've had bangers so far, so... But FTR is going to win this. Uh, Ring of Honor six-man tag team championship. Dalton Castle and the boys against the Embassy. Uh, Dalton Castle and the boys. Uh, I'm going to say the Embassy enjoying Prince Nana, so let's get him to some titles. Who cares but the Embassy? All right. Uh, Swerve in our glory versus Shane Taylor promotions. Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Um... You know, I'm going to say if this, Shane Taylor's going to be a if ROH is going to be a thing going forward, it should be Shane Taylor promotions, but probably will be Swerve and Arc Glory. Are they even a team? What Shane Taylor promotions? No, it didn't. Didn't Keith Lee walk out on Swerve? Like I can't even follow. They, 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 they they've been going back and forth. No, remember, where, like, remember Shane, they they had a conversation. They put their hand over the yeah, camera to talk right, about it. Exactly. Oh, okay. I mean, I feel like I feel like this is Shane Taylor promotions, and we get some kind of real breakup with Keith Lee and Swerve. Yeah, here you're doing that the real breakup on ROH. It, it, well, it depends. If, are they going to be Ring of Honor superstars? Uh, no, I, fair, I mean, I don't know what the qu- fuck this. Uh, I don't know what question. this is. That's a fair question. Uh, what is this? I'm just going to stick with Swerve in our glory. Uh, Samoa Joe and Juice Robinson for the Ring of Honor World Television Title. Brandon, I believe you're first. 
Samoa Joe. Uh, I mean, obviously the should is Juice Robinson. I I guess I, I the only thing I'll say well, they just here, signed Juice Robinson, right? Yeah, like I, for real. Correct. And the the I say the should is Juice Robinson. I'm not even kidding about that. Like the should is Juice Robinson. Yes. Um, because yes. no offense to Samoa Joe, like he just doesn't need any of this. Um, and in and to the point of trying to figure out what they're gonna do, I think we all know. I think we'll get to it. I think there's one thing, at least one thing, we expect them to do. I mean, there might be yeah. a couple things I expect them to do. So maybe they don't need to do this with Juice Robinson, but I'm going to go with Will Juice Robinson. I think they like the idea of the, you know, the true TV champion. I, I agree. I think it should be Juice Robinson, but I think they will keep it on Samoa Joe and, and do the, you know, both titles thing. Mercedes Martinez and Athena for the women's belt. Um I, I, there's a very, there's been a lot of awkwardness with Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. When's she going to be on television? Again, it's an opportunity to, for in their mind, do something that matters, but it doesn't actually matter. Should Athena will Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez? I, I'm actually, I think I'm going to go should and will with Athena just to, you know, do something with her when Mercedes Martinez is just kind of not there. But do we know that this is doing something with her? Well, no, but it's, it's something like, you know, I hear you. I hear you. Brandon. Yeah. This feels like a total, this feels like a total Tony Khan move to like give Athena the title to pretend like they're doing something with her. So I think, you know, I think you've got, she's been on TV. The other person has not, which is kind of weird. Um, I think I, you know, it's hard. It's hard to try to put any value in any of this. I, I'm going to say should and will Athena just because then they can have her carry a belt. They like people carrying belts in AEW slash ROH. And then I'm going to lump in the final two matches together because I do feel like there is a, a if you pick one one way, you might have to pick one the other way kind of thing going on here. Um, obviously, for the pure championship, Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta, and then for the title, Jericho and Claudio. And maybe you think that, like, both Blackpool winners could win or both Jer- – yeah, you know, like, I, maybe you feel yeah. that way. But I kind of just want to tie the two of them in together. So, um, Aaron, you can go first as yeah. we look at both matches. And and I do have it uh, being split here. I do have um, – you know, we, we kind of – when we were trying to figure out, we kind of said, well, if, if we go back to Claudio winning the world title, it, it wouldn't be kind of – it doesn't deserve this build or whatever, but it would be fine. And I, I kind of think that's where we're at right now is Claudio is going to win the uh, ROH world title and Daniel Garcia is going to win uh, retain the ROH pure title. Although the stipulation is kind of interesting, though. Yeah, because it would be good, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like making Claudio join the Jericho Appreciation Society is, if I have to pretend this is like a story that I'm, that I'm following along and trying to see where it's going. The idea of a wrestler, like, uh, destroying it from the inside or something or him or them making him do things for a little while or whatever way they go with it is the most interesting thing that can come out of any of this. Um, in my opinion, I mean, obviously Claudio deserves this belt. Um, and that's probably, you know, if, if ring of honor is going to be a thing, that's the kind of champion you want. And, the kind of, you know, you want to get away from all this Jericho nonsense, but I'm going to say Chris Jericho wins because I think I think the outcome is more interesting and I think it's better for what they're doing. And I'm going to say that I think um, I think that Wheeler Yuta probably beats Daniel Garcia. Um, I hear your argument. I think it's the best argument that can be made for it, but ultimately I do think this comes back to... to do they have intentions for Ring of Honor or not? And doing a show like this, now again, weirdly, it's at like four in the afternoon, right? So I'm not sure that this is the place to announce your big intentions for Ring of Honor, but we are really mu- very much in an S or get off the pot type of thing. Claudio clearly fits the Ring of Honor thing. He's the perfect choice. Well, yes, this is clunky and dumb and all of it. Um, I, I still think that coming out of this with Claudio as their champion, if they're trying to make Ring of Honor a thing, makes the most sense. But there's a huge catch. Are they trying to make Ring of Honor? Well, I, I believe they're trying to make Ring of Honor a thing, or at least an opportunity for them to sell another hour of TV. But can they? Um, 
so that that sort of holds me up on this, but with the thought that they're going to, I will say Claudio, and I will, because of that, also say Daniel Garcia. So uh, Aaron and I will end up agreeing on that. All right, let's get some plugs in. Brandon. Oh, no, AJ, Aaron. God, man, which one of you <laughs> is it? Yeah, I'm, like, talking to my kids right now. Sam, great. Wait, whoever you are. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, look, if you're coming out to Vegas and you're a sportsman, and I assume if you're listening to this, you are a sportsman, though maybe not. But uh, either way, sportsman or not, come out to Circa, Sport, Circa Resorts. We got the world's largest sports book. We got the only year-round pool in Las Vegas, our famous stadium swim. So uh, come on out and say hi and follow me on Twitter at the AOster. Brandon. We just announced shows with Steel Panther on March 14th. That's rocking. Uh, Taylor Swift Dance Party on March 24th and Masego on April 5th. All those shows are on sale at ramsedlive.com or uh, follow us at ramsedlive on Twitter and at Live on Instagram for future announcements and updates. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me. Don't forget, we are doing a $20 50-50 college football bowl pick em. Um, I need you to just hit me up, glennclarkradio at gmail.com. We are going to split the pot. Half of it will go to the winner, the other half to helping up missions. So that's a really stop even don't tell me well, i'm not good at i don't know college football neither do i i don't know college football and, how does anyone pick the like and it's the ball it, correct by the way oh, it's, it's, it's it's crazy that's that's also what makes this great no one has a clue who's playing in any of these games yeah the transfer portal portal is full like there's people opting out to go to the nfl like aaron aaron and i might be the wide receivers from maryland in in their <laughs> legitimately like it's my god Stop with the nonsense. Trust me. Worst case scenario, our, our, you're making a twenty dollars. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Our odds makers here are even saying like this is impossible to bet. You're crazy if you bet it. So yes. no one has an advantage here. So <laughs> just get in twenty dollar college football bowl pick 'em. Email me, glennclarkradio at gmail.com. You can just send it, uh, glenn-clark on Venmo or glennclark180 on PayPal, cash app, dollar sign, glennclarkradio. But email me if you got any questions. We will get you in. And again, 50%, whatever we fill with, 50% will go to the winner. 50% will go to helping up missions. So please just get in our charity college football bowl pick em. Thank you. I appreciate it. At AJ Francis 410 for him on all social media. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. Aaron, so what we'll see you like in four weeks then?